light my fire, I feel alive, you blow my mind, I'm satisfied, outstanding, girl you knock me out, <laughs> excited, makes me wanna shout. Hey, girl. Hey. With these pauses, girl. Is that how it goes on? Is that on the record? They got them pauses in girl, there? Girl, I mean. <laughs> are you trying to remember the lyrics? You no. Know, uh, I don't even know, girl. It's so I, <laughs> I really only listened to that song today for... I used to listen to that song a lot with my dad, so that's why I even did oh, it. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. But I haven't, heard, I haven't heard her. <laughs> no, I haven't heard her in a minute. I haven't heard her in a minute, though. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Who is she? Like, it kind of sounds... It's the like, Gap is, Band. It's a, it's a song from the 70s. It's called oh, the Gap okay. Band. It's like an old soul funk band, and mm. um, I don't know. I used to listen to this song with my dad kind of often. So that, but I just, yeah, I know her pauses Come are a little bitch. awkward in there, but yeah. Come on, T. No, no, no. But I, I, you know, I bet if it had music in the like, yeah, yeah, I bet it, yeah, yeah. We gotta, um, we gotta find that girl. I bet it's on YouTube. Sure, we gotta find it and repost it, girl, so we can let the girls. Listen oh to the yeah, original. yeah, yeah. Especially because you know our white and Latinx queens, they may not know that one. You know, the old black girls might know it. Even some of the genic, <laughs> the gen, the Gen Z black girl, girls. I didn't know it. No, you know, you know it when you hear it. <laughs> oh, I yeah. All black, all black familiar. people will know it if they hear it. They will. Come on, yeah. black people. Yeah. Um, in the in the well, in the Asian girls too, and the Asian girls might not know it either. Because I always forget the Asian, you know, the white Latinx and the Asian girls too. And it, you gotta hit all. We gotta hit all the demos. Native American, Native American too. <laughs> the indigenous oh, girls. Fucking stop! Right, you right. We just we see how you know Indigenous Day. Oh my god, it's wild to me how girls still be repping Miss Columbus like that. That man was who? Oh. Who's repping Columbus like that? You know, it is. It's just the Italian girls. It's oh the yeah, those girls are the late. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, with that um, said, we're, which I'm sure this song is gonna fit into what we're doing this week, so I can't wait. Um, welcome back, friends, family, to another episode of Two Saved Queens, one of the few places in the posphere where you can hear a conversation about politics, dick, and long-lost family history. Yes. <laughs> I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and I'm joined by the unapologetically nosy Miss Devereaux. Hey, girls, what's the tea? <laughs> Uh, this week, we're actually uh, still deviating a bit. Um, we know, girls, there's a lot going on. Conspiracy theories, court cases, government. Miss DJT going in. She back on the trail. Republicans acting up. Who, we're, girls, we're taking a break from that because we're going to be in it. Yeah. You know, about three weeks out from the election. Not, no, right, two, bitch. Two, two weeks. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, we're in the third week. I keep thinking we're in the third oh, week. Okay, um, okay, okay. No, no, you're, you're right though. Um, so yeah, we're gonna just take a break from general election anxiety. Um, we will touch on some things going on in the world because I got some thoughts and prayers, and they just been stacking up, girl. So be ready for that. But first, Miss Devereaux's got a story for us. Um, you know, she's back. You know, she's <laughs> come gather around the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, no, um, y'all girls got, are gonna gag. Y'all girls are gonna gag. It's not a boring yeah, story. I'm finna. Um, it's finna be some tea, bitch. Like soap opera tea. Like in real life, though. I, I mean, like, yeah. I I don't. I haven't heard the story yet. Yeah, so I, I saved it from you just so you, you could all. you could hear it on air with the rest of the girls. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, with that, girl. Um, I'll take. I'll uh, hand it to you. So I will start off. I will start off kind of giving the like summary i mean it's weird because i'm gonna give it like you know how like you don't want to give the movie away at the end but i'm gonna do that here because teaser because the stuff in between is so salacious that it's it's not doing much oh oh you you gotta do a disclaimer warning yeah so it's (laughs) the stuff in between is so salacious that the girls okay i just found out i'm giving away the end though I'm, I just found. Wait, wait, wait. Are you? Really I'm gonna. gonna give away I am the, gonna give away. Can you end? just do the disclaimer of like this is what y'all need? If y'all girls have any problems about this, this, and this, don't listen after this point or skip to the next episode. No, 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 no. You gotta give away no, the end. Not, I'm okay. giving away the end because it's a reason. It's the rationale behind because the the All end right. is All right. I'll let you do semi interesting, but I want to you know reel the girls in a little bit. Okay, so. <laughs> I just found out, and I did tell y'all girls, a couple of y'all girls this in group text. I just found out <laughs> that my 95-year-old grandfather on my dad's side is still alive. I just found out. Now, the bitches are going to be like, bitch, how do you didn't know your grandfather was still alive? Like, and looks good. And looks, looks good. good, yeah. And, well, because I've never met him. 
because I've never met him. That's how mm. that's how I didn't know that nigga was still alive, right? So, okay. So I've never met him. Okay, so I just want to give a little bit of a background. So I, I my name is Christian Devereaux. Um, my, you know, that is a name, not necessarily my, my government, but it's, my name is Christian Devereaux. My dad's name was Patrick Devereaux and my grandmother's name, his mom was Jeannie Devereaux. Okay. So anyway, follow along. Okay. So what happened was, is about two years ago in 2018, Fish, Fish, who I don't even fuck with anymore. I don't even like her anymore. But Fish, who was like, she was always on my case. I'd known her since college. She went to college with us. She was like, oh my God, you're so racially ambiguous sometimes. Like, you just need to, what are you? What are you? And I'm like, bitch, I'm black. Why are you? So leave me the fuck alone, but JB just black. But you know, I am a light skinned girl. I do have, you know, and the girls. I mean, I, you know, that's just that's just. A, she could pass the bag test. Yeah, you could probably pass the bag test. Pro- yeah, I could definitely pass the bag test. <laughs> but the thing is, and it was weird because oh, the paper bag test for some of the audience. The no, used to be a, a thing used back in the day to determine how light some black folks are. Yes, um, yes, and then yeah. like if you were lighter than the paper bag, you got certain benefits or privileges or <laughs> maybe into, into certain the, fraternities and sororities yes, into yeah so when i was little though my dad always used to say it's amazing you have as much color as you do and and now when i was a little even when i was a teenager he used to really say it's amazing you have as much color mm. as you do and granted because my mm. mom is very fair-skinned like to the point of like mm-hmm. almost mm. looking like middle eastern or or mm-hmm. italian sometimes or something like that mm-hmm. like she's that fair-skinned Okay, and my dad was just a little bit browner than me, not even much. Okay, mm. but his mom was also fair skinned because she's Creole from, and she's mm. and not all Creole people are light skinned, but she's very fair skinned, almost as fair skinned as my mom. So, so, but I don't know what I didn't, I don't know what either one of my grandfathers look like, my biological grandfathers, because, um, for a few reasons. So, one of which is that my mom is adopted. Okay. Mm-hmm. My mom was adopted and she what she found out later on in her thirties is that her biological mom was actually white German, a white mm-hmm. German lady, and her biological dad was a black man, and neither one my mom was born here in Detroit, okay. Um my mom we'll just call her Giselle Pacman is her name. Giselle Pacman. So she's a product of a white German female restaurant manager who came here to Detroit from Buffalo just to train workers in some some restaurant chain that was here in opening up in Detroit at the time. It was in it was mm. new to Detroit. And then she slept with this black man who was here in Detroit who also was not from here. He was studying for his PhD though in history mm. here in Detroit. And so they they Come were educated. They were this white woman and this black man, you know, in the early 60s were messing around with each other. The white woman ended up pregnant and then she gave the baby up for adoption. Okay, and that was my mom. That was my mom. Come on, 60s. Giselle Packman, early 60s, right? And so Giselle was given up for adoption and adopted before she was two years old or around two years old by Francis and Charles Packman. Now, Francis and Charles Packman, they're this middle class black couple living in Detroit. Uh, Although the the wife, uh, Francis, she inherited some money from her family back in Arkansas. So she bought this mansion in Detroit. And she was just a middle-class government worker. Her husband was just like a a truck driver. But they were living among the black elite um, in this mansion. And everyone on the block Mm. was doctors and judges and business people. And they were like the Mm. middle-class couple on the block who just came into a little bit of money. It was that type of tea, okay? Okay. That's how my mom was raised, by by the Pacmans. Okay. Then my dad, Patrick... Um, his mom, like I said, was this beautiful, she was a beautiful woman, Creole from the South, came up North in her early twenties, maybe even late teens. Uh, she moved to Detroit, yeah, in her late teens. She came from a middle-class Southern, uh, Creole family, but she always wanted more. She always was one of those people who wanted Mm. more. And so she used her beautiful face, her Coca-Cola bottle, Coca-Cola bottle figure, (laughs) and her, and her conniving mind to get what she wanted. (laughs) She sure did. This is my grandmother. This is my grandmother, uh, Jeannie Jeannie Devereaux, okay? So, here's what happened. So, Jeannie was a stunt queen, okay? Let's just put it out there. (laughs) Jeannie, my grandmother, was a stunt queen, um, but she was a smart stunt queen. She had a master's. She had a master's from the University of Michigan. She was beautiful. She had a... uh, She was a member of a certain Divine Nine sorority. I won't say which one. 
which are the divine, the black fraternities and sororities, their nicknames. Yes. She always wanted everyone to view her as this upstanding, proper lady. Okay. That, that was her thing. Okay. Um, and she had a master's in social work and she was actually very high up in the department of social services here in Michigan, basically the welfare office. She was, she was managing or running the, one of the welfare offices here in Detroit. Okay. Hmm. So that's the perfect job for a stunt queen though. Perfect job for a stunt oh, queen. Oh yeah. Yes. Because, because <laughs> let me tell you, this bitch used to write grants in the seventies, like, and, and write grants and get all this grant money and not even do the service, bitch. She was living off the goddamn grant money. Yes. And my, <laughs> that does sound like a good stunt Yes. Queen. And my dad told me the stories about her. Okay. Not only did she do that, but okay. Girl, they're not going to come for you. They're not coming after the Okay. But I mean, they're <laughs> not coming after the bitch. I don't even, I barely knew her. I barely knew her. Right. I barely knew her. Like, <laughs> like that money, ain't that money to didn't you? even You're go to, up? oh, that's a gag too. That money didn't even go to me. <laughs> so that's a gag too. Okay. All right. So, but then another thing she did is she put my dad down is mentally handicapped on paper. Now he, he didn't use the word mentally handicapped. She, he said that bitch she that bitch she said i was retarded she said i was retarded we don't we don't use the r word anymore now, why does she do that because to get government social security money for <gasps> him even though the nigga wasn't oh, slow okay she's smart she's smart. She smart and and meanwhile she was sending him to private schools his whole life you know he was excelling in these in these <laughs> Did they never catholic schools she sent him to at that difference they probably didn't look that it much wasn't into i it. don't think it was much due diligence back in the 60s and 70s like that uh, fair okay so but he found this out in high school while he was going to this uh private boys catholic high school that she had been doing that his whole life putting him down so she was getting that money too <laughs> saying he was slow meanwhile he's wow. you know and and so and she was also a slip and fall stunt queen so going to the grocery store <laughs> Pretending to slip and fall. This is his mom. This is my dad's mother, Jeannie, this Creole lady from who moved up to the north to, to for big things to Detroit. She was a, so she would go to the grocery store, pretend to slip and fall. She would do it over and over again at different locations. Did she get payouts? She got payouts. Yes, she got payouts. So she was. Girl. And so another thing she liked to do <laughs> is she would like to, you know, sleep with well off men and, and, and maybe even married men and get money, you know. And one man she slept with was a lawyer from Chicago who was in town on business in Detroit. Uh, his name was Edward Griffin. And he was about 12 years her senior when she was in her early 20s. So he was already like in maybe his mid 30s while she was like 20 something or like early 20s. Right. But mm. Edward, he wasn't yet married, but he was engaged to a woman back in Chicago. But he slept with Jeannie, Jeannie Devereaux, okay. my grandmother. <laughs> And and Jeannie became pregnant with uh, Edward's baby boy, and she named him Patrick, my dad. Okay. Now, here's the deal. Okay. Patrick was born just a few months after Edward had married his bride back in Chicago. (gasps) The gag. Yes. That is part of the gag. That is part of the gag. Okay. So, here's the deal. So, Jeannie... Jeannie, after after Patrick was born, her son Patrick, who ended up being my dad, she called the home of Edward Griffin in Chicago, and this is a prominent, you know, lawyer in Hyde Park, Chicago, the area that Obama, the University of Chicago is in, that the Obamas lived in, uh-huh. and she called after Patrick was born. She uh, she called his home because you know there was the the white pages and the yellow pages and all that back then, right? Yes, yes. She, yes. she called his home and she told her she his wife, his new wife, picked up the phone. And Jeannie said that she had just had Edward's baby, okay? (laughs) And then she hung up, and then she hung up. So here's my hypothesis, though, is that Edward probably called Jeannie back from his office, from his law office, and told her, never call my house again and only call my office, okay? Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh If Jeannie didn't get what she wanted, the bitch was going to call his house, period. Cause she, if she didn't get what she wanted out of him, because so, we know about Miss Jeannie now, we, we know, know about Miss Jeannie. Fall. She's a we slip and fall she's queen. A, she's a, she, get that she, money from the government, girl. Yes, yes, all of that, all of that. Putting down her son is slow when he's not like all of that, right? So, um, to get all the money she can get, so Jeannie was likely getting money from Edward on the low for de- for probably decades or close to it to keep quiet and raise his baby boy. Uh, because Jeannie would definitely cause trouble otherwise. She was a stunt queen, right? She was going to cause otherwise, you stunt know. Stunt queens do that kind of thing. Exactly. So here's the deal. <laughs> so in Edward, Edward is this upstanding man. He had a reputation to uphold. He was a civil rights, he was partially a civil rights lawyer in Chicago. So back in the civil rights movement in the 60s, 
when, mm-hmm. you know, the girls were out protesting and they would go to jail, he was the one representing them to get them out of jail. Mm. Yes, my grandfather mm. on on my oh, dad's wow. side. Yes, and he was all this kinds. Legacy. He was an all kind. He was all. He was an all kinds of lawyer to the black community in Chicago. He would do family law, divorce, wills and trust, everything for black people on the south side of Chicago. That. All of it, and and including in the sixties, representing them in civil rights uh, cases and making sure. Uh, or also making sure that civil rights protesters got out of jail specifically and, and did not have to go back to jail. Okay. So, um, you know, black community Hyde park, uh, contemporary of some of the people out of Chicago, like he's probably friendly with Jesse Jackson, you know, he's that kind of guy. Okay. Let's so get her on the show. Fast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I met I I I've met Jesse Jack. I got a scholarship from Jesse Jackson's organization back when we were in college, girl. Like oh. I've, I've met so him, you met him quite a few times. Quite a few times. So you met Big times. Jesse. You met oh he was big back. Big then, Je- right? yeah, yeah yeah. I'm back in yeah and my mom before the gastric attention. bypass. <clears throat> uh, oh he wasn't that no 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 he wasn't that no. big. he wasn't that big by oh, the no. by oh, the you right you right because we were in college in the two we're not that old girl we were in college in the two thousands <laughs> not in the nineties. So he wasn't that big. He wasn't. No, that was Al Sharpton who was big back then. That wasn't Jesse Jackson. Oh, was, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I confused him. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so right, I met. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my grandfather was, I think, friendly with Jesse Jackson too because they lived in the same neighborhood. Civil rights, all of that type of tea. So fast forward, fast forward. Patrick Devereaux. He goes through life, my dad, without his father, not knowing that his dad. Uh, not really knowing his dad, Edward Griffin, who lived in Chicago, only knowing his name and profession, but not knowing him. Okay. Really, or meeting him. All right. And then okay. he gets, he gets to his mid twenties, Patrick Devereaux. He gets to his mid twenties. And after all this time, never talking to his dad, he reaches out to his dad via his law office, which was, you know, public in the, in the yellow. So pages. he knew, so he knew who his dad was. He knew his dad Wait, was. Is that, he, is that some whole other tea of why he didn't want to ever he, reach out You to know, him? it's just, he was, he was young. He was a kid. It just never occurred to him probably to okay. try to reach okay. out. He just, he had his grand, his grandparents were active in his life. He had this yeah, crazy, that's fair. this crazy mom. And he had a he, stunt mom. A stunt. Enough, he's like, that's <laughs> yeah. enough. I get it. Sometimes you're like, you know, I got enough family, honestly. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. And so, but he decides in his mid twenties, to reach out to his dad, Edward Griffin, uh, via his law office, which is, you know, public information at the time in the Yellow Pages. And he does that because Patrick has now married Giselle Pacman, my mom, and they have their own baby, Christian Devereaux. That's me. A.K.A. Okay. Ms. Devereaux. Ms. Devereaux, yes. Okay. So Christian Devereaux is now born. He decides, okay, I have my own kid now. I'm going to reach out to my dad. Okay. okay. So they he reaches out to him. They have a, a short phone conversation, and then Patrick flies to Chicago and meets his dad, Edward Griffin, for the very first time in his wow. mid twenties. Yes, yes. This is mo- this is tea. And they have a lunch. They have lunch in Chicago, and Edward okay. says that he has three daughters with his wife. Oh, uh, no. And then after that lunch, Patrick. I don't know how really the lunch went otherwise, but Patrick and his father Edward, they never talk again. <gasps> they never talk again. I don't know why. Okay, but, okay. So hold on, can we stop? Because I'm. I have a couple questions. So one is like yes. for stunt queen. What 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 stunt queen? Jeannie Jean- Jeannie Devereaux, my grandmother Jean- Jeannie. Jeannie. Yes, Miss Jeannie. So do we think? Do we think? What, Miss Jeannie was getting some money over this time. I, oh, for sure. I think Jeannie was okay. probably extorting. I, say, I, I think Jeannie, Jeannie was probably does. extorting him. Probably. I mean, and she deserved money. That was a, she had a baby. Oh, no. Like yeah. she, but, and back but it was, then. Oh yeah. But I think what it was is that Jeannie was probably saying, "If you don't give me this amount of money, I want. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna call your wife again. Mm, I'm gonna. I love you know, it. just yeah. knowing Jeannie. Just knowing Jeannie. Yeah. Like okay. a good stunt queen. You know, you like a good stunt threats. queen. Yes. Um, old school stunt fish. Old school stunt fish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so they had lunch, and then they never spoke again. And you, do you have guesses why, or this story? I gotta continue to you stay know, tuned. No, I think I don't. Th- maybe my grandfather Edward didn't relate that he really wanted to maintain the relationship. He was still trying to keep it a secret mm. from his wife and his. I kids, mean, you just got his, that his feeling daughters. of like, do you actually? You don't. Maybe didn't get that feeling that you actually want me in your life. Maybe there's that tea. Yeah, maybe my dad felt that. His mm, father didn't wasn't interested in maintaining the mm. relationship. I don't know for sure. He okay. never my, okay. my dad never told me. Okay. Okay. All right. So back to the story. 
So back to that story. But what Edward does do, the lawyer from Chicago, Edward Griffin, he does send a $200 money order to Patrick and Giselle Devereaux for their new baby and then never talks to them again. Okay. So he he just sends $200 to... Wait, he sent $200? Yes. In the 1980s, when I was born in the mid to late 1980s. That's some money back then, but... I know. What is that supposed to mean? It was just, they were just for whatever he said, for whatever, a crib, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Okay. $200 was some money back then. I mean, not really, but okay. I I mean, it kind of was. I I don't know, girl. uh, Anyway, so. It feels like sending $50 today. It's like, it's I could buy something with this, but. Anyway, got it. Anyway, yeah. So Patrick, so what happened was Patrick also stopped talking. My dad, Patrick, also stopped talking to his mom, Jeannie Devereaux, by his late 20s. And this is why. Is he tired he, of her stunts? <laughs> well, well, yes, in a word, yes. Because Patrick, Patrick decides he wants to start his own business doing construction and flipping houses, you know, like buying houses at a low cost and then mm-hmm. fixing them up, selling them for profit. Flipping houses, mm-hmm. just like flip, like that queen on Bravo, flip, flipping out, you know, uh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad, my dad did that on a small, like, not on those million dollar Southern California scales. That's what my dad did for a living. Got okay? it, got it. Yes. So construction, he had his own, he had a real estate license, a builder's license, uh, all of that. He would go to the auction, buy houses. He would do all of that, okay? And flip houses, okay? And also do construction on other people's houses too, but mainly flipping houses. Okay, so when he goes for a loan for his first home, he finds out that he has a foreclosure on his credit report for a home that he's never purchased, okay? Uh, In his late 20s. Oh, this now that now this is some tea getting close to Miss Malachi's heart. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So what happens is is that Jeannie Devereaux had bought a house in Patrick, her son Patrick's name, without his consent some years prior, and then just didn't pay the mortgage and foreclosed on it. <laughs> well, how did and, she buy the house to begin with? Well, but it's the you know this is like this is like the eighties type of tea. Oh. So you know she probably I don't even she probably was screwing the mortgage broker. I don't know. Just know just knowing her, <laughs> she did whatever. She was a stunt queen. <laughs> she did whatever she had to do You're to hilarious. get to get a house in her son's name, and she did it without his knowing it. So yeah, girl. I mean, but it wasn't. I just I'm just like, but it wasn't a house for y'all to move into. So it's like, what well, girl what was the house for? Like, so what happens to a property? Like, so what, what Patrick does? Patrick just works multiple jobs and decides to start buying houses with cash. He stopped. He that told him, okay, I'm not even going to use debt. I'm going to buy my houses cash and flip them. I'm going to go to the auction and buy these seven eight thousand dollar houses and, and and flip them for forty yeah, girl. 50, See, 000. you don't need credit well, exactly today, <laughs> exactly i mean well you do need credit because he could have done it he could have done it at the at the at the at a much larger yeah, scale yeah, if he could have you know what i, I mean know. yeah but he I but i that I'm actually joking. turned him off to debt and so he actually was very my dad was very averse to debt when he was living hmm. okay interesting all right so so what happens is um so but this thing so Patrick keeps his mom, Jeannie, out of his own life and out of his son, Christian's life, for the most part. But what happens was, what happened was is my grandmother, Christian's grandmother, my grandmother, on his mom's side, still talks to Jeannie from time to time and makes sure that their joint grandson, Christian, talks to Jeannie even if Patrick doesn't talk to her. So my dad's mom used to call me at my, at my other grandmother's house. And I would talk to her periodically now and then. My, other grand, my mom's mom would force me to talk to her. Mm. And, you know, but I didn't really have a real relationship with her. I, ne- I only saw that lady maybe once or twice in my life, probably twice. Mm. Okay. She she moved in and out of Michigan, too. Okay. So, so, fast forward to when my dad, Patrick Devereaux, is in his late 30s, you know, about 10 years later. And he hears from his ex-wife, Giselle, my mom, mm-hmm. that Patrick's own mom, Jeannie, is in hospice here in Detroit. Okay. Mm. And so Giselle, so here's what happened. So my mom, Giselle, and and me, I, we go and see uh, Jeannie, my grandmother, in hospice when I'm around mm-hmm. 13. She's I'm around 13 at the time. Okay. And Jeannie, Jeannie, my grandmother Jeannie, she pretends like she can't talk and is incoherent when me and my mom go and see her. 
Okay. So, so we she so a stunt queen to the end. She was a stunt queen to the end. <laughs> I'm very like, where end. is this going? She pretended because okay. like we're talking to her and she's just looking at us with these big eyes like we're crazy, like my mom and me. We think she's out of it, that she's on we don't know what she's dying from. Like we just think she does she's lost her mental mental capacity. She's only in her early sixties at the time, but like we don't I don't even I didn't even have any concept of what her age was. I didn't really know this lady like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but when her when her son Patrick goes and sees her the next day, nigga, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> she can magically talk and is fully coherent and fully present. Okay, and she was never she was never mentally incapacitated. Only when I went to me and my mom went to go see oh, her, but she she it. was fully present the next day. Okay, so they have a conversation, and Patrick was like, you know, there's more, even more. I'm not revealing per se here but she done a oh, lot yeah. of stuff she did a lot of stuff to that man she did a lot of stuff to her son she needs to get my, some my stuff dad. off her chest before and so, she yeah, went so to the my lord dad, yeah so my my dad was like on with this lady was on her hospice bed he was trying to be cordial and nice to her but he was like saying you know you did this you did this you did that and she tried to be like no i never did any of that i don't oh, remember any ooh, of that. i hate that gaslighting she Ugh. gaslit the fuck out of that nigga she she Ugh. did so anyway, she dies. Patrick is nice. He puts on a he puts on a a, a funeral for her, even though there's uh-huh. not that many. You know, she he really respects, even though he didn't want anything to really do with her. He puts on a funeral for her. Okay, and then he gets the death certificate afterwards, and she died. Oh I think at age like sixty, sixty one. This is the late nineties, mind you. This is the late like super late nineties. Okay, like, okay. And it says he looks at the death certificate, girl. Now this is where y'all gonna gag. This is where y'all gonna gag. <laughs> It says, it says, when he looks at the cause of death, girl, it says complications of AIDS. <gasps> yes, girl. Yes. Yes. Her death certificate said she died from com- from complications what? of AIDS. Yes. And Patrick. A stunt queen to the end. Till the it, end. No, bitch, not even to the end. Till after she died, girl. That's a real stunt queen. She done yes. left the earth and she's still do- pulling stunts. It says wow. she died from complications of AIDS. And I think my dad did. My dad did ask <laughs> oh, her, like, well, what's going goodness. on? When, she, when he was in hospice, he was like, well, what's going on here? Like, what are. Yeah, like I was going to so kind of say 60. I mean. She was in her early 60s. He was like, well, I mean, so back sick? then, sometimes people. Yeah. And yeah. so she and she she gave him a vague answer like oh well what I have there's oh. no coming back from she said oh, something like oh my god but he thought he thought because she was a chain smoker he thought it was lung cancer or something uh-huh. he thought it was like an end stage lung cancer but oh, no girl oh my god that's so, a lot so Patrick my dad is gagging when he gets his death certificate <laughs> he like he goes he's like he said this must be a mistake he mu- he goes to somebody like this can't be right. And, um, but he also never knew how his mom was supporting herself in her, you know, final years. And he suspects that it may be like, she may have gotten the support of men and he doesn't know. So not to, you know, stigmatize, uh, but he just, you know, but to this day, we don't really know the source of, but she was someone who would, you know, I don't know. We'll pull we, stunts. We'll pull stunts. So we don't really know what exactly of all types. Doing. I know. <laughs> of all types. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So wow. fast forward. So when I'm like deeper into my teens and into my early 20s and I'm in college and whatnot, Patrick, my dad, he tells me, his son Christian, that his dad is a lawyer from Chicago, uh, according to his mom, uh-huh. th- this lawyer from Chicago named Edward Griffin. And I'm just. He's told me so many crazy stories about my grandmother that I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm sure it could be any number of men. Is it really this? <laughs> is it really this? This is Edward Griffin out of Chicago. Sure. Okay. Okay. So Christian, me, I don't really pay attention to any of that, knowing that my grandmother lied a lot and she was a stunt queen. Okay. She might have been just been extorting <laughs> this man and really had a baby by another man. You just mm. never know. Okay. Never so know. F- fast forward. So then Christian's dad, my dad, Patrick Devereaux, he sadly dies of brain cancer in his late yeah. 40s. When I'm in my early 20s and my dad's in his late 40s. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so that was in like 2009, 2000. Yeah, around 2009. Mm-hmm. So, um, so fast forward to 2018. Okay. okay. Fish, fish from college, fish from college <laughs> keeps bugging me so because stupid. she says I'm racially ambiguous <laughs> and like going to, back to, to do an ancestral DNA. And Which d- don't and do that, y'all, bitch. Don't give them that fucking DNA. They use that data for all types of shit and give it to government and police organizations. Don't 
even the black ones I don't fully trust. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So so what happens is I do it. It does. It's, it does say that I'm like forty one percent European and five or no, like four percent Native American and fifty four percent black. But by this point, didn't you already know your mother's? Grandma? I knew my mom's mom. So is, why was she so white. pressed about you doing this? I knew my mom's mom was white. Like, but the, so, um, but I'm, and, for and my grandmother is Cree. And the one who died, Jeannie Devereaux, she's Creole, so she's black, but she's so, also got some. So why was some the other fish so there, pressed you know? about you doing this? I don't get. Well, that. I don't know, but she paid for it, so I did it. She paid for it. <laughs> what? I, she paid. She was like, "I'm You're, okay. I'm gonna give you this ninety nine dollar uh, DNA kid. Go ahead and do this." I'm like, "Girl, okay. you, d- uh, you, okay." So, okay. Was but this, I, I was kind of curious. Was this post college? Yeah, it's like 2018, girl. It's like oh, only yeah. a couple of years oh, ago. Yeah. It's only like a couple oh years my ago. god, this is re- girl. I would. You wish you had told me that, bitch. I've been but like, I, I want. I was curious. I was kind of curious myself. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was kind of curious because, like, All right. my I am. I'm a little like. I'm black, obviously, but I'm. I do have an off look. You know, you were looking I, for some Middle Eastern in there, so you I can was finally tell your booze, tell your yeah. Middle Eastern booze. Like, actually, yeah. I'm from. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it, so, but yeah, it came back fifty four percent, fifty four percent black, African, forty one percent European, five or what the rest other, including Native American. Damn, okay. damn near biracial. Almost, almost. So anyway. Um, but so, yeah, cause, cause not only is my mom half white, but my dad is also half Cre- like it's Creole. And mm. so, and my Which, dad also- I guess you should say Creoles, cause I'm part Creole, like, cause I, my features are a little different yes. too. Like, yes. cause yeah, there's French in my back. Co- Creoles, basically a lot yes. of Creoles fucked French people. White. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. French. Yeah. French and maybe Native American, like Beyonce and her mom, like yeah. Beyonce and her mom. Yeah. Okay. So. We're related so- to Beyonce, basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, girl. Well, we both have these French. We both, you and I. Well, I have yeah. a French last name, legit, legit in real life. And Miss Malachi also has some, some. You I mean, know, my on your mom's, mom's last on name your mom's French. side is French. Yeah, it's French. Okay. So, um, and most Black people typically have in America mostly have English last names, but you and I do have French. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so fast forward to and so I go okay, at, so along, we were at twenty eight so now we're fast forwarding more okay. to twenty twenty. We're at fast forwarding right. to October twenty twenty, and I log in to Ancestral DNA every now and then and see. <laughs> I do. I log in because it uh, it does update when it gets more accuracy. It can update down to like which European oh, country your ancestor, which which tribe in Africa your family that's both comes cool from. Cool and a little scary. Oh, yeah, but anyway, based on you know more data that they get. So so I log back into my ancestry. For for the first time in months it's october i haven't probably logged in since march and he's and i see that i have a dna match for a first cousin or half aunt named sarah griffin so she could either be my first cousin or half aunt mm-hmm. now i'm thinking back okay this last this woman's maiden last name is griffin and mm-hmm. i i always heard that my grandfather's last name was griffin Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. So I message her. I reach out, reach out to her via Ancestry. Oh. Uh, she and she messages me quickly there, but then it, only one time. And then I message her again on Facebook, and <laughs> and then and then I find her, and then I go and find her sister on Facebook, who I knew seemed Come like on. she was going to be more Nosey chatty. Miss Devereaux, and I, did and I find out, right. <laughs> I find out my grandmother was telling the truth that she really was pregnant by Edward Griffin of Chicago, and these are Edward Griffin's daughters in my aunt. In my eyes. Interesting. Yes, these are my dad's half sisters. These are his sisters. Interesting. And, and so one, the one I who we go back and forth with, she she said she said that her mom told her years ago that this lady had called her house <laughs> right after she had gotten married, and said that she had this man had her husband's baby, but she never called back again. And now both he, Edward Griffin, and his wife are still alive. Edward is 95 years old and his wife is 90 and they're celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary. Oh man. And because and, my dad would also be 60. Um, and, uh, and Edward and yeah, so Edward Griffin is 90, 95 and his wife is 90 and he's living with the daughter in Maryland and he only, he moved there about two years ago. He was practicing law in Chicago up until he was 93 years old. Oh wow! And he Good. still has his faculties, his right mind. Um, he has his own Facebook page talking about stocks on Facebook. He, like he still has his right mind at ninety five years old and walks everything. Oh. Like 
That's yes. tea. He's not in a wheelchair, on a walker, or anything. He he was dancing in a picture in a video with one of his <laughs> granddaughters. Like, yes, girl, yes. So, did you talk to him? So I still haven't. Re- I've all three of his daughters now. I'm Facebook friends with. <laughs> One of them I talked to, but Ooh, I haven't talked to be doing the devil's work, girl. Oh. I haven't talked to him just yet. I, I, his, his you're daughter, going to, his daughter said she's going to serve as an intermediary. Now he and his wife are coming up on their 60th wedding anniversary this week. So, <laughs> so his like, da- maybe this isn't the time. <laughs> so his daughter, his daughter said she's going to have a conversation with her parents after the anniversary, after this week. <laughs> Yes, and then and then oh kind of make God. make the introduction instead of me reaching out to this old man via Facebook, like make a formal introduction. For I us. mean, girl, you got a little stunt in you. Do it like do it like grandma. It's in my DNA, do it like bitch. Grandma. It's in my DNA, ho. It's in my DNA, bitch. Yes, do yes. Tell this story. You are the most ridiculous person I've. Ever- girl, so yeah, like so, what yeah. kind of? Co- but I'm also curious, like, what do you want to? What are you? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of interesting history there with him having practiced, like, law for the community for so long and knowing, having so many connections to the civil rights stuff. But, like, I want to know what this nigga, I want to know what this, I want to know what this nigga was doing You want to know he was paying her I wonder why he he was paying her I want to know it all, yeah. I kind of, I'm curious (laughs) about it, all of it. Because, like, you're going to, like, yeah, you're going to find a way to talk to him. Like, I feel like you can't let this go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want, and I, while he's still alive, I do want to have a couple, a conversation or two with him. Interesting. He's already, and he's in his right mind, thank God, because he could be 95. I know that's why you were referencing that. You're like, nigga, I know you got your memory. Yeah, he sure does. I know you remember the phone, that phone call. But they, but, but see, my, my, I guess my aunt also says that her mom is in her right mind too. They're both both her parents, so she's gonna remember some tea. Also, but I probably. wonder if she, I wonder if she's gonna not try. I wonder where she's at. Like if she's gonna be like, you ain't talking to that random ass kid. I want. Yeah, I'm so curious. Yeah, what if, but it seemed like I mean, you talked to. But see, the sisters, the sisters, they're they all like me, it. and one of them are really having lots of conversations all the time now. Like we talk. Is she we listening talk, to the show? Hey, oh girl, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> bitch no because she told she tried to show me her her niece's podcast like oh your cousin has a podcast and i didn't tell her about ours girl because i don't need this lady knowing about the french dick i got when i was in hong kong and the jamaican dick i had in miami and all oh, that type of well, tea that's too much oh, that's girl. too much girl for the early introduction maybe later early, maybe later yo, let's make it to our year mark <laughs> yes yes uh did you tell your mom Oh yes, yes. My mom and my and my this? stepmom, who she was my dad's wife, uh, the last you know ten to fifteen years of his. I can't. Mm. I don't know what year they got, but like it, like probably like the last twelve, thirteen years of his life. That was his wife, and I, mm-hmm. me and her, because I have a brother on on that side too. Mm. Yeah, we and me and her are in constant contact, and I told her too, and both of them were gagging. What do both they of them think were gagging. about all this? Well, they think that me and my little brother that we should actually go and after COVID and try to meet them. Bitch, so. I was just about to say, you catch that flight, girl? I'll come with you, bitch. I'll I'll. Child, I'll find a camera. I'll, I'll um videotape, bitch. I'll oh, film it. that's a cute idea. That's actually a cute idea. Yeah, that is a cute <laughs> idea. Bitch, this is something, girl. This is like um oh girl, this is a. I'm trying to think. This this could be like a whole little. This could be a whole separate podcast. You know, chasing Devereaux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It could yeah, be or reality oh, show no. teeth. Or like where's a whole, Miss Um like, reconnected? Miss, yeah, girl. Where's um you know from from your gay cousins? That's a reality girl. Maybe we, she can uh, produce mm-hmm. it for us. Girl. Pitch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, let's. Yeah, she's a reality girl. Maybe she can produce the the show for me. You know, or a documentary. You know, documentaries sell very well these days. And a you good, know, good my docu series. When my when my mom when my mom went and met her biological mom in the nineties. That was actually documented. That was in the mm-hmm. local papers and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. when she met her her white German mom, like uh, in the nineties, that was interesting too. Yeah, and they they different. still keep in touch. They still actually have a relationship. Yeah, so. I think I I think I met her, didn't I? Yes, you sure did. When you came to Detroit, <laughs> you met her here. Yes, you came I at did. Thanksgiving one I year, did. and she was yeah. at my mom's house. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Who's this white lady?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, girl. <laughs> You sure did meet her, girl. And she is a Republican, bitch. And she oh, is a Republican. Yes. Like a good, yeah, old like a, white lady. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh 
right. Exactly. Uh, Although I think she's not she's not voting for Trump this time. She did uh, the last time, though. She sure did. Oh, uh, she sure did. Well, look at this progress. We might have this election. See, look at that. We're tied yeah, in. We might yeah, have this election, yeah. y'all. Yeah. Um. That. Wow. That is. Tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is something else. Yes, yeah, there's bro. um, yeah. I'm just. I mean, we're we're gonna definitely check back because I'm just so curious. Because especially if like moms also got her faculties and they just fucking celebrate their anniversary, are they like, mm, no, we're not bringing this, this energy too close to the anniversary? Like, but I feel like you you're you're a patient girl. You'd wait. You wait it out. You're like, oh yeah, I'll girl. wait. I'll wait for his wife to pass on, bitch. I'm yeah, gonna get my story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or you know, have a private side conversation about you oh, know, what his sneak. wife doesn't know. You know, a stunt like, queen is a stunt queen, I mean, bitch. I mean, you didn't know about the you didn't know about the first. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've talked to married men without their wives knowing in the past. This wouldn't be the first time, like you know, girl. <laughs> kidding, kidding. That's what you don't. That's kidding. what you don't want your kidding. aunt, your, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. his daughters to hear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah. Oh my God! Wow. Huh. 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 Interesting, mm-hmm. girl. So that's the end, girl. That's the end. But yeah. Oh wow, girl. Well, thank you for that, bitch. You're welcome, oh, man. Ho. I don't. You know this. Yeah, I'm glad we did it on the show. I needed that. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. Mm. I waited to tell you. You sure did. <laughs> so Oh man, I don't know how to transition out of this. <laughs> well, we got all these, we got these little these thoughts and prayers for the girls. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I mean, it it feels a weird follow up now. It's like I I I don't <laughs> I don't almost don't want to do them. You still about um, you got you got you still got like five of them left to do, girl. Your thoughts and prayers today. What are you What are you doing? I I'm gonna do them in a different way. These are gonna they're these are because I can't I can't I can't I can't um. <laughs> I can't even speak. Uh, I think it'll be a tonal switch to just do them like I normally do with some fire and vigor. Fire oh, okay, and vinegar. Okay, girl. Um, so, yeah, we're going to just do chill thoughts and prayers. Um, okay, okay. And feel free to jump in on these, girl. Um, real quick, so we can talk about SNL real quick. Um, I did want to name the activist that I had forgotten when Megan The Stallion did her performance. Her name was Tamika Mallory. She did. Um, she was one of the co-chairs of the Women's March and does amazing work for BLM. So that's you know, along with Malcolm X, that's who she was quoting as talking about that fucking shady ass Kentucky Attorney General. Um, you, I didn't watch Issa's SNL. Uh, yeah, you I watched did. it. I did. I, well, I watched her. Um, her. Um, shit. Not not the opening, but their her monologue. Okay. It was it was cute. It was fine, but you thought she was a little disappointing. Yeah, I just don't think that's her brand of comedy. Yeah. I don't think I think she's a more scripted, like yeah, not not like um sketch comedy. I think she's yeah. like a it's not her it's not her yeah. forte at all. Yeah, it was weak. Te- it was sketch weak. comedy her is like was weak, girl. yeah, it was yeah. Weak. Um, because sketch comedy is known for being improv, improvisational, like very off the cuff, yes. and it takes a, it kind of have a different tongue in cheek to it. Um, how do you think you would do on SNL, girl? You think you could do it? I don't you think it's my, it? br- I don't think it's my brand of comedy mm. either, because I think I'm like, yeah, I think I'm a different type of girl too. But I actually think a, you're pretty good improv in, in uh, improvisational. Probably better than her. <laughs> probably better, probably better than her. Yeah. <laughs> And you know I love Insecure, but I an awkward black girl. We love but, Miss Issa, you know, but this it, it was weak. This was a weak week yeah, of you know, SNL. It was weak. Sometimes black people lose. It happens. Yeah, it back happens. Up. <clears throat> but we're still rooting for everybody black, just like her. We are. We are. Yeah. But what? You know, we gotta we gotta make it. You know, we gotta qualify that because I'm gonna say most we're black, for most black. Because we're not rooting for some of these cis hetero black men. Yeah, starting exactly. with you wrote it best, girl. Cardi B, girl, do better. Like do girl, better. I get ho. it. Please. I get it. Dick is good. You miss it. But girl, you're Cardi B. There's plenty of dick out there. Offset yes. ain't the only dick, girl. And he looks like a fucking gremlin. He's so goddamn But ugly. you know she's. it's about the dick, girl. That's who there's, she's caught There's up. a bunch of other ugly niggers with dick, too, bitch. Go, I get, know. A, go get a new go one. Go find another. Go find go one that's not going to cheat on you 500 times. Yes. Like, yes. At the very least, girl, stop letting us know like and i get it when yes. you do file a divorce of course especially the celebrity blogs are gonna dig it up but girl just if you're not gonna do it girl keep like, that shit to them. yourself bitch and just know that keep we think that less of you yourself. we think yeah. less of you um yeah, and your daughter probably me. will too um, oof. She sh- yeah, oof. Oof. probably 
Um, and then we got all that stuff with Ice Cube and 50 Cent. Ooh, girl. I mean, Ooh, between girl. like Ice Cube doing some backroom deal with the Trump administration and 50 Cent talking about how he don't want to pay higher he, taxes. Although he said he said nigga please today to uh to Eric because Trump they on, because on, they on Twitter, um. Yeah. They had, he was at a game and he had a hat on um, and they had put like a Trump thing on there. But my thing is, you already messed up, bitch. It's like the same thing as, um, yeah. what's his face? What's the, um, Mike, um, what's his face? Who did that NRA? Oh um, my God. Yeah. Uh, um, Killer Mike. Yeah. Killer Mike. Yes, you already, yes. like, you already fucked up because yes. I'm like, just cause he took it down, like, it does, it's not gone. Yes. It's out there. It's still out they're, there. They're gonna show that to every fuck. Like, that's my thing. It's like, y'all aren't helping us. Like, you should, y'all don't, Feel like y'all instead of working with the activists and the people who are in there, the people who are at BLM, the people who are out there fighting for us, protesting for us, trying to really your change, you're gonna go fucking try and talk to the administration that they don't give a fuck about us, like, and that's where I'm just like, y'all aren't really with us. Y'all are with with wealth. You're with the rich, or I don't even know anymore. Maybe you're just thinking that richness they're gonna understand you on a different level because they don't. They still they still think you that nigga. So that shit was disappointing. Um. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Oh, but let me tell you. I think all of it was on some black capitalism tea because because mm. uh, Ice Cube <clears throat> said Ice Cube's whole like manifesto that he wants the the two campaigns to to kind of take in is all about black wealth and black capitalism. Mm. And I I respect that element of it. But girl, you don't negotiate with white supremacy, girl. You don't negotiate with terrorists. Like the Trump <laughs> campaign are white terrorists. And so that's not, you're not even about that life. Like no. leave that shit alone. Like, yeah. And, and especially if they don't, and now if they win again, I, I would maybe be slightly more sympathetic, but girl, not during this. So whether they can leverage you and use you to their benefit, which just is like they, what, just they like what they did, just like what they did. So you co-signed on white supremacy, girl. You so sure did. You got to take that out. And then 50 cent is talking about, I'm endorsing Trump because the, the tax rate in New York and California and Connecticut is going up to 60%. And fuck that. And so, yeah, Trump all the way. Even if he's raised, I don't care that he doesn't like black people. Literally, <laughs> that is what 50 Cent said. And I think that's like, that's that's it. That's what that's, some of those white what, queens do. Some of those yes. white LGBT, who support you know LGBT people for Trump. That's some of those Latinos for Trump. It's not about, they don't care about their identity. They don't care about the community. They don't care about the culture. They just care about coins and and like like biden is any kind of socialist we all know that girl is not is no socialist i just saw today how she's looking at considering republicans for the cabinet looking at john Kasich. and y'all out here letting him get called a socialist and communist i don't get out of here with that um these otherwise they're abroad um I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna do them. Well, one of them I will say, I one of them I will say about Miss, because you have it listed here, and I just wanted to kind of, or you had it earlier, but Miss Kim Kardashian girl, she, you know, she went on her her Instagram and Twitter and told the girls to vote, but bitch, vote for who? Vote for who, bitch? Oh yes, 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 yes. I am so over the vote. Like I get it, but I'm like, give me vote him out, give me vote, and especially with her case, it's like mother bitch bitch when your, your husband man is on is, some complicity like do better bitch do better, your man girl. is out here literally promoting himself and telling people to write his name in so what as you as his wife what the fuck does it mean when you say vote yes for kanye it, in court in courtney had courtney had a hat on in one of her instagram posts saying she vote, did. Saying vote she kanye did. courtney kardashian she sure did but this is the other gag is no, no, because we're recording Tuesday night, but when the show airs on Wednesday, it's actually Kim Kardashian's Kim Kardashian's fortieth birthday. Hmm. Welcome to forty, October twenty first. Welcome, Octo- well, we're not forty, girl. Don't don't no, put that I, on us. I was telling her we're thirties. <laughs> we're thirties girls. We are not forties girls. We are not even know, really girl, close to being forties girls. Don't put that on me. Sorry. Don't put that on yourself. Ooh, triggering. <laughs> yeah, but girl, but yeah, October twenty first, nineteen eighty. So. Happy birthday, girl! But do better. Happy birth, happy fortieth, but do better, girl. <laughs> the theme: do better. Some of y- y'all, do some better. Of do better. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna stop. There. I have some international tea oh, that I've been watching, but I'm gonna save that for next week. That's yeah. it. I I think anyway next week, next, next week, next week. So because yeah. we're we got stuff. I don't even know next week. Anyway, um, you got two snaps for us, Miss Devereaux. Oh yes, for the a judge in Kentucky just ruled that all the grand jury materials I did from the Breonna that. Taylor case for whoever that judge is, I gotta look up the name later, but sure two snaps 
for exposing Miss Daniel Cameron, that that black Uncle Tom AG that they have attorney general in Kentucky, because uh, all the shit is going to come out. And not only or actually, I don't know if he said all the grand jury materials can come out, but he allowed that the juror the, the jurors speak. to mm-hmm. speak. And that's a big deal because grand jurors generally cannot speak in public mm-hmm. even after the charging decision is made <laughs> so this is a big deal this is great this is because one of the jurors is or one or more of them is probably going to come out and expose daniel cameron mm-hmm. that uncle tom <laughs> attorney general they have that cool, judge was cool. like you already fucked this mess up bitch so let them go ahead and talk <laughs> exactly exactly <clears throat> i love that any other girl nope that's it cool so i think that's our show Follow us on social media at Two Saved Queens. Ms. Deverell continues to go between thirstiness, laughter, and, you know, reminding y'all girls to vote, how to vote, how to make sure your ballot gets through, um, and, you know, a little good information there. Um, we're getting to the final runway, you know, as we said earlier, two weeks out from the one of the most defining elections of our lives. Uh, yes uh, yes this is girl this could be the end if we don't (laughs) this could be it for this country this could be the end like this is really this is really make or break if (laughs) thanks girl i was like for not making it too heavy (laughs) it it could it could really be you know this is really are we are we gonna make it or are we not um, this is is a moment uh, i think to decide what kind of what kind of what are we gonna be are we gonna be i don't even know yes so we'll find out shortly um don't forget to rate us and review us on the preferred podcast platform of your choice um i hope y'all stay safe healthy and saved out there um we'll see you next week mr everold do you have a final word Donate to Democratic senators, girl. Donate to Democratic mm-hmm. senators who are running for re-election. We got to get Mitch McConnell out of there, too. Not just yeah. DJT. Also Mitch McConnell out of power, including my own senator, Gary Peters, here in Michigan, who's running against the Uncle Tom black man. Vote for Gary Peters. Donate to his campaign here in Michigan. He's in a tight race with the black man who's not telling everybody he's a Republican, but he is. Okay? <laughs> Bye, girls. Right. Bye. Bye.